Greetings, America. This here is your host, the Red Bear, and the Boots of the Street podcast. Welcome. Well, America, today we have a doubleheader. We're going to talk about Bernie Sanders talking about canceling out student loan debt. And we're also going to talk about is there a gender war against males that's quietly brewing in America. So let's jump right into it. Bernie Sanders is talking about canceling out student loan debt, basically erasing it, doing away with it. Anyone that has student loan debt, he says you shouldn't have to pay it. He also saying that uh, Americans should go to college for free. That's right. Americans should go to college for free. They stated that student loan debt is dragging down America's economy. Now, I myself have a master's degree. I started college in 1998. Uh, I got my bachelor's degree in 2003 and I got my master's degree in 2010, walked in 2017. That's a whole nother story. But um, I chose to go to college. I chose to go to college to better myself. I'm like many, many Americans out there. Uh, I wanted the opportunity to advance and have a prosperous career. I've been fortunate enough to work in my profession. My bachelor's degree was in psychology with a minor in American history. My master's degree is in individual and family development with a minor in vocational rehabilitation counseling. I also have a diploma in building construction management and in telecommunication wireless. And I'll tap into that a little bit later. But I chose to better myself. I didn't want to be stuck working a low-wage job. And I learned over the years that you don't necessarily need a college degree to be successful. That's true. But what I found is when you have a college degree, it opens up doors of opportunity for you in other job fields. You don't have to necessarily work in the field that you went to school for, but it opened up doors of opportunity in other job fields. For example, when I was a correctional officer for South Carolina Department of Corrections, uh, they decided to pay the correctional officers based on their education. I became a supervisor out there. I was a corporal. I was making good money because of my degrees. I got paid for my bachelor's degree and my master's degree. My degrees were not in criminal justice, but just the fact that I went to college and had higher education, that was like a prestige to them. So they paid us for it. Uh, I have numerous other jobs I worked in where they're like, all right, we know you have a degree in psychology, but um, you have a degree, so we're going to pay you for it. My mother always says better to have it and not need it than to need it, and you don't have it. So I'm pro-education. Has college seen a bump over the years? Took a few bruises. Yes, when that when we had that recession and all those college students getting laid off and jobs going overseas, it was horrible. But it, was, it just wasn't horrible for college students. It was horrible for just Americans in general. And when I moved from New York to South Carolina or to Georgia and South Carolina, I learned that there's a lot of people that don't have college degree and they make good money. They work in warehouses, factories, or plants. Now, they make very good money. Sometimes they make a lot more money than someone with a college degree. But the thing is, you're going to work your ass off for that money. You're going to work. In order to get that salary, you're going to work. Me, I served my country. I served in the beloved United States Army and I went to college. 
I'm at a stage in my life where I don't feel like working too hard. I'm not lifting boxes. I'm not lifting crates, putting stuff on pallet jacks. I commend those that that, uh, do that line of work. Trust me, I've been there. I've been there and I did that line of work. I also worked as a plumber and I worked in HVAC for a short moment too. Plumbing, if I had to do my life over again, I would probably win a career in plumbing. I felt like when I completed a job in plumbing, I felt I took pictures and it just made me feel good to see that I fixed something. I I actually provided a service to someone. Uh, My dad always told me that you should learn a skilled trade. Shout out to my brother, Ryan in Statesboro, Georgia, that's working in HVAC. He has his diploma in HVAC, and he's uh, certified. Uh, the, uh, I think it was uh, EAP to carry chemicals. Uh, he's making lots of money in the field. He's only 23 years old. Making lots of money in the field. Making over 20 bucks an hour. The guy is killing it. No kids, no wife, no car note. Just go to work. He's like a, uh, a high-end technician. Been promoted already. Has his own you know, company van killing it perfect example and guess what he was an honor roll student through his whole entire life being in school but he decided he didn't want to go to college because he didn't want to accumulate debt and i exposed him to the trades and he went to school and within a year and a half he was done and out working and out working making a lot of money now you have people with bachelor degrees or master degrees like social workers here in south carolina they only making thirty three thousand dollars a year Better yet, what about these teachers that have master degrees only making $28,000 or $30,000 a year? I don't care what anyone say. There's no teacher here in South Carolina making 60, 60 grand a year. So if you live in some poor rural town, stop your lying. I was at the teacher rally. There's no teachers out here making those 60 grand a year. Stop your lying. And you live in one of the poorest counties in the state of South Carolina. Some people just be lying about their salary. Why are you lying for it? I can easily look it up. On the internet, just lying. You chose a suck career and you don't make any money at it. And I'm not dissing teachers by any means, but don't be lying about your salary. But I digress. So, Bernie wants to cancel out student loan debt. They're saying that the millennials and people in their 30s and 40s can't buy houses. They can't buy cars because they're paying back $500 to $800, even some people $1,000 a month. My student loan debt is $127,000. That's what I owe America. $127,000. I'm going to buy a house real soon. Um, how I feel about student loan debt, uh, I'll pay it off when I pay it off. That's just me talking. I'm not about to go go broke and go without certain luxury items over student loan. Yes, I took out the student loan, but the problem is when I took it out, I thought that my education was going to have a payout where I could pay back these loans and live a comfortable life. Unfortunately, we've been hit by a recession and numerous other uh, economical failures. And I'm myself, just like many other people, we can't afford to pay back student loans. We can't afford to pay back student loans. You got to pay light bill, rent, mortgage. And I don't want to hear some ultra conservative. Oh, you took it out. Shut the hell up. Shut up. Because you chose to work in a coal mine somewhere. Shut up. Because guess what? People in America need to go to college. If we're going to compete with China and other nations, this country need to be educated. Dummy. Every, college is not for everyone, but you need to be educated in this country. 
Everyone can't pile up in a skills trade somewhere. And I love the skilled trades. I'm a firm supporter of the skilled trades. But that's not for everybody either. Just like college is not for everybody. But we need to be a competitive society. Other countries, people go to college for free. In Ireland, if you serve two years in the military, you get free college tuition. We need to have a system set up like that here in the United States. College is outrageous. It's outrageous for the price of college tuition, America. People are paying almost 25 grand a year. That's outrageous. And the payout ain't high. You pay all this money for uh, your education, and then when you get out, they want to start you off at 28000 or 30000 depending on where you live at in America. And people in New York probably say, wow, that sucked, man. Out here, I'm getting fifty grand. Yeah, you're getting fifty grand, but look at how much it costs for an apartment in New York. Look at your taxes that you're paying. So that fifty grand is not worth anything. It has the same dollar value as someone that's living in the southern states. Now the problem some people say they have with Bernie and and uh the whole tuition thing is because you know the Eidos movement, African descendant of slaves, uh is saying that this is not benefiting the Eidos movement or black Americans directly because we only make up 20% of the citizens in the country, and out of that 20%, like 9% of us goes to college. So who does this benefit when you talk about free college or um, canceling out student loan debt? It benefits the majority, which is usually white America and stuff. It benefits them because the majority of them go to college and they're a larger population and they get the perks. And they say this is the way Bernie trying to backdoor black Americans to get their vote for 2020 by looking like he's out to save them and create programs that benefit the black community. But in actuality, it's going to benefit other people too. So it's not a tangible that's directed towards the black community. That's what the Eidos movement is saying. I think it's a step in a conversation in the right direction. Is Bernie going to directly do something specifically for the black community? He already said on The Breakfast Club, no. And don't ask him again. So that's up to us in 2020. We're going to decide who we're going to vote for Bernie or not. Now, the million dollar question is, who's going to pay for all this free college tuition? Or cancel out the student loan debt? Who's going to pay for that? They say there's money put aside to pay off the student loan debt. Should the student loan debt be paid off? I'd like to see it go away. And the only reason I'm saying that because if I was if I had a job that was paying me uh, the salary I deserve for what I went to college for, then I could pay back my student loans. But unfortunately, we live in a time where food is high, gas is high, cost of living is high, everything is high. And you know, you always find like the richest, richest people talk about, oh, you guys are always complaining. Well, well, you come live in some of these other communities and see how it is to live for a day on fixed income, a, a, a low budget salary so those people I don't really listen to them too much because they don't know what they're talking about and I don't listen to other people that didn't go to college because they don't know what the sacrifice that college students have made in this country staying up studying late at night uh just we just make so many sacrifices social cultural and economical sacrifices in order to go to college in order to go to college so is Bernie Sanders wrong for trying to do it with, to do away with student loan debt? We need to change the system. First of all, college costs a damn arm and leg. It's too high. 
U- University of South Carolina getting ready to build a $250 million dorm. They just built a new dorm a few years back. Why do they need all these high expensive dorms with hot tubs and jacuzzi? People need to be in school to learn, not to be sitting in no hot tub. What is this? The Jersey Shore? That's what's going on. So you have all these universities that's going up on their tuition fees. And I mean, people paying outrageous fees to go to college. Just to come out and you can't find a job or or the job don't exist or uh, I don't know, you know, or you just don't get paid your value. So America, that's where we at with Bernie Sanders. Do I think he stand a chance in 2020? Hell no. Uh... I don't care if your feelings get hurt. I think Trump is going to win again in 2020. He's going to win again. Uh, right now, the Democrat Party don't have anyone that's sticking and that's relevant in this country that could really take Trump out. Come on, what, who? Creepy Joe Biden? His own Democrat Party is turning against him for all the segregation stuff that he participated in. Biden don't, don't stand a chance. Cory Booker don't stand a chance. They just don't have anybody. This is a bad run for the uh, the Democrat Party. They're just throwing something against the wall and hoping it sticks like Velcro. <sighs> That's where we at, America, in the political system today. That's where we at. So where do we go from here? Let's see what anyone else has to bring to the table. Any tangibles. Any of those tangibles out there. And Ado's movement, stay strong, hold firm, because... Due to the Eidos movement, we have politicians talking about reparations now. That wasn't spoken before. Some people feel like black Americans, descendants of slaves, should go to college for free. Because our ancestors, and not just our ancestors, but our family members. Like, these are our great-grandparents. And people talking, ain't no slaves exist anymore. All them slaves are dead out here now, boy. But let me tell you something. Those are our great-grandparents. Pictures that are on our mantles in the house here uh, that we have in our homes. Those aren't some mysterious black people we don't have no connection with. Those are our great-grandparents. Some of us inherit their names. We might be living in their homes or anything. I don't know. But, you know, they're, they're our family members. So when people talk about, all them slaves are dead, about them damn black people don't need no reparations. Look. America did a serious injustice to a group of people. A serious injustice. Slavery was horrible. Let's not romanticize. People talk, slavery happened overseas in other countries too. Well, look, you tell those people the other country, they take that beef up with them people in that country. We're talking about what happened here on American soil. You had black women that was killed, raped, burned, beaten, and just not black women you had black boys and black men that was raped. The, the research that showed there was a massive amount of homosexuality going on with slave masters loving to rape black men or, or tie them up and suck them off. Nasty. Filthy. You know? So, you had people that would work for free labor. They got cracked with whips, hung, lynched, burned, raped, children sold off. There's family members that I might have that's in another state and I don't even know that, uh, you know, we're related down the bloodline. That never happened to anyone else in this country. 
I might have relatives in other states that I know nothing about. Distant relatives. No one in this country can say they experienced that. No one in this country can say they know what it felt like to desegregate a school and have people try to burn your hair or put dead crows in a locker, like which they try to do to my mother in Statesboro, Georgia. I don't meet many white people that they they, they uh, mother went through that, and my mom's 72 years old. So don't tell me that. All them slaves are dead, bro. Don't tell me that rhetoric. My grandmother's still alive in Claxton, Georgia. Still alive. And I heard stories from her uh, that they worked in sharecropping and the white man told them that they couldn't leave the land. And they had to sneak off the land in the middle of the night to escape him. But you're going to sit here and say, all them slaves are dead, bro. My great-grandfather, Sam Hendrick, was here in Columbia, South Carolina, running a turpentine company. Very successful. Free black man when everybody else was slaves and picking cotton in South Carolina. And a white man tied him up to a horse because they were both having sex with the same mulatto woman. They dragged him through downtown Columbia, South Carolina. I got pictures of him. Samuel Hendrick. He cut himself loose, fled to Statesboro, Georgia, bought 200 acres of land, which we own today in Statesboro, Georgia. I worked on that land. I picked crop on that land growing up as a child and a teenager. I used to live back there there when in my 20s in Statesboro, Georgia, and Cleto. I done heard a story about the Klan coming to shoot up my great-grandfather's house when my granddaddy was a little kid. And he, they used to have to lay down on the kitchen floor. So don't tell me, all them slaves were dead, bro. We still have the house on the land with the bullets in it, in the walls. That's a reality. I tell you, I never look for a hand out, but I look for a hand up. That's a reality. Just because I'm an independent conservative, that does not erase who I am as a black man in America. It don't erase who I am. See, you got, what was that? I forgot his name, Larry, whatever, but I call him Larry the Uncle Tom Coon spitting false facts about slavery. Looking like the black tin man on a, on a, what's that, uh, uh, eyes or the Wizard of Eyes. You know? So um, I, I'm not out here clout chasing. I just speak facts. I just speak facts. It, uh, my political stance don't stop the fact that cops put a gun to my head in October here in Columbia, South Carolina. Because someone told them I had assault rifles in my house. Now, I'm a disabled veteran. But the city police put a gun to my head. And I had a job working at the prison at the same time. So my political stance don't erase discrimination and racism that I might face. And people talk about, why you got to live in the past? Why you got to live in the past? I'm not living in the past. You brought the past into the present. When you stop bringing the past, racist ways and stuff into the present, I don't have to live in the past anymore. Like I tell people all the time, black Americans are the only ones that have to get their voting rights renewed every 27 years. I'm still not a whole citizen in America. These illegal immigrants coming over here are going to have more perks than black Americans. I'm still not a whole citizen in America. He ain't conservative. Last time he talking liberty shit. No, I'm not talking liberty shit. I'm talking black folk stuff. Who I am. I don't wash this skin off in the morning time when I wake up, America. 
cop pulled me over, I just can't hit a button. All of a sudden, I turn the same color as Michael Jackson. I walk into the store or somewhere, or I walk past a white woman on the street, and and, and uh, I notice I have to like show my car keys or my cell phone so she don't think I'm some homeless guy going down the street. That's how we have to live in the country. We've been living in this country for 400 years. By the way, if you didn't know, 2019 make 400 years that uh, slavery was in this country. Since it was, I mean, since slavery had existed. Look it up. So, let's move on to the next topic. The next topic I want to talk about. Is there a quiet gender war brewing against men in America? Now, tonight I had a discussion with some other males. And I know I have my beliefs. But these men said the same thing I've been thinking. That America is targeting men. Masculinity. And the conspiracy behind it is if we destroy the fathers. And this was a white guy talking. So this is not a black man. So this is a white guy. So he said they want to pull fathers out of the home so they can make weak children and weak sons. So they don't rebel against the government. And they don't rebel and they're not strong and they can't think for themselves. There's a lot of truth to that. Everywhere you turn, you see men being attacked. Right here in South Carolina, the domestic violence laws are totally biased and skewed towards men. A woman could tear a man up, scratch him up, stab him up, jump on him, and if he slammed her on the ground or restrain her, the cops come get the man. My thing is, we were talking about this today. If in that situation, if, if two people are fighting and they can't tell who started, both of them need to go through counseling class together. I don't want to hear, well, it's going to be rough on the children because of the mom. That, no, because the mom might not be mentally fit. But that's just on another level. But everywhere you go, you see men being attacked. The Me Too movement, oh, they love to come down on men. They got Bill Cosby locked up. They went after Russell Simmons. They on R. Kelly butt now. They love to go after men. We live in a time now that it's more acceptable for a man to be in a dress than for a man to act like a man. We live in a time now where America is telling our women they don't have to stay in their gender role. I tell women all the time, you're not not created equal to me. How dare you say that? You won't get none of this vagina. Well, you could keep that lesboba's vagina cause it's the truth God made men to be a certain way a provider, protector and the women is made to be a certain way a nurturer she made to be a certain way a child bearer Men can do certain things and women can't do certain things. I can't bear children. And for that, that don't make a woman. When I say men or women are not equal, a woman is not less than a man. She just designed differently for a different task. For example, if you don't understand what I'm saying, a suburban could do something that, I don't know, a Toyota Camry can't do. Not that one vehicle is better than the other. They're designed for different things like a pickup truck. They designed for different things. One of them is a piece of equipment. One of them is made for uh, commuting and driving. One's not better or less than the other. It's just designed for different things. A woman is designed to give birth to children 
That don't make her less. She's great in her own righteous way. But everywhere you look, you see men being attacked. You see the laws are biased towards men. It's so bad. I work at the VA. I'm a disabled vet. And when I go down the hallway, I see women and sometimes my own black women. Hey, how you doing? They turn their head like they don't even see you or they can't even say hi to you. Now, in New York, they do that a lot. And, and, to the, and defense of New York women is because you have millions of people up there and you never see the same face twice walking down the street. So if somebody like, hey, baby, how you doing? You don't know if this dude's a rapist or a maniac. So, of course, you're not going to say much to him. But when you're in the hallway at a job, I'm like, is it that bad? Is it that bad with, between men and women that you can't even say hello back? That's where we at as a country. This Me Too movement has, you know, they make male masculinity look like it's toxic. You have grown men out here whispering. <laughs> whispering. Because they're afraid that a woman might hear their conversation and chew them out. This is where we at. If our young boys are seeing grown men in their 50s and 40s whispering, how are we going to raise our boys up? Society and women particular too are more comfortable with a man acting and looking feminine than a man being masculine with facial hair, uh, into manly things, walk upright like a man. Everywhere you go, you see men being attacked for being masculine. You go into the church. You go into the church. You have pastors. If you notice, look around, brothers, if you go to church. You ever notice that a lot of the male church members look feminine? They got that soft, delicate look about them. They look soft, weak. He's not defending or protecting any community. You can tell clear today he like dudes. And that's your thing, that's your thing. I'm not saying that. But I have a problem with straight black, with not just straight black men, but straight men in general are being attacked. Like I said, it's all right for a man to be in a dress, but we can't be a man. You have too much facial hair. Oh, you look crazy. You look like a threat. We telling our boys in school, in elementary that they should not act like boys. They should act like Susie that sit next to them. Well, Susie is wired genetically different than Billy. Billy plays aggressive on the, on the playground for a reason. He's a boy. He's testing his strength with other boys. That's what boys do. That's what males do. But the teachers, they want the little boys to sit down and act like the girls. Boys get written up more and disciplined more in school than girls do. And girls do the same thing. It's just like if a girl come through the door, wham, punch a man in the face three times. Bang, bang, bang. Bruise him up. Oh, she she got a little angry, a little upset. Now let a guy come through the door. You crazy heifer. Bow. Hit her in the jaw one time. Oh, my God. You abusive. You a maniac. You a barbaric savage. You see, see the difference? If you don't believe me, look, think back America to Bow Wow. What was that, like four or five months ago? Right? A little bit longer. Remember he got his butt whipped by his girlfriend? I'm not poking fun at you, Bow Wow, but you took them hands. She put them hands on you. She hit him with a, 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 a lamp, beat him up, bruised him up pretty bad. I don't think anything happened to her. I don't think she had any charges pressed. She was arrested, but I don't think she had any charges pressed against her. Now, that man was beat down. Now, you saw how everybody responded when Rihanna got uh, beat up by Chris Brown? Oh, my God, man. Black women always lost all their wigs. 
See, we have a bias in society. The family court system, I can't stand y'all. I can't stand the family court. I hate y'all with a passion. I don't care if all y'all get blown up. I don't like you guys. Why? Because you guys are d- domestic terrorists to families in America. Everywhere you time you show up, you break families up. You break marriages up. You do nothing to mend marriage and family back together. You guys are toxic. I spoke to my counselor one time today. She goes, eh, family court was created to go after deadbeat dad. Well, what about deadbeat moms? I can tell by the way she talked. Her man, she got, she got her man balls in her hand. She tell him the jump he has when can he come back down. Oh, I give you feminists and you women the business as the Red Baron. I give y'all the business. You come up on me, I give you the business. I ain't one of those men that's going to back down. I'm not going to whisper. I Hey, you want to get up face to face, tap for tap? Just because you got a strap on, on you, that don't make you a man. Because you got some strap on dildo, that don't make you no man. You still bleed at that time of the month. And obviously you anti-God because you out here trying to perpetrate to be something that you're not. So you hate God and he will have his way with you on judgment day. He will have his way with your wicked stiff neck behinds. You split-tongued Jezebels. Causing chaos, destroying American families. Dishonoring the men. Everywhere we go. If you ain't have men in this country, you have all type of people coming from other countries trying to take this place over. And guess what they're going to do to you women? You don't even want to know what they'll do to you once they get over here. They're going to take their time. But they won't be slow dancing with you, but they'll be doing something else to you. I think there's a quiet gender war brewing. Men, y'all better wake up. If you got a soft feminine homeboy in your circle, you better kick him out. Because he's an enemy to us. He's an enemy to us. I'm not telling you to go home, smack your wife, tell her to get in that kitchen and be barefoot, barefoot. Barefoot. That's not what I'm saying. Because I like my women to act like females. I don't like a masculine woman. And I think there's something going on with women anyway in America. Because everywhere I look, I see women, and particularly our black women, you, you women are starting to look more and more like men. I mean, I, I'm out and about, and every time I come across a black woman, she's either overweight or she got facial hair, she's growing. And that's not to her fault either, America. That's because most black women eat horrible foods. They lay on that pork. They be at uh, Waffle House, McDonald's, uh, drinking alcohol, smoking weed, doing horrible drugs and stuff. And, and that's why a lot, not all, but a lot of them, especially the overweight ones, particularly they, they have a lot of, they start to grow facial hair. Why are you growing facial That means, and their voices are deep. You rarely meet a woman with a nice feminine voice. Hey, how you doing? I can't even mark their voice, but you rarely meet a woman nowadays with a nice, soft, feminine voice. They sound like Tyrone. Hey, nigga, you want to go shoot a game of 21? Let me put my boxes on. I can't stand seeing black women wearing boxes either. If you a bull dagger, put some feminine panties on. If you a bull dagger, put some feminine panties on, yo. Some of you bull daggers look cute. You ain't got to be out here looking like a man with men drawers on with dick holes in them. Got them Rosie O'Donnell drawers on. But I feel like we're being attacked everywhere you go. You have to watch what you say to women. You have to watch how you talk in front of them. You have to do this, do that. 
fellas, they getting the upper hand on us. And we're not the ones igniting the war in this gender war. It's women that's coming down and attacking men. I tell you fellas right now, 10 years from now, women already don't, you think a woman needs your dangling, you highly mistaken. Women go right up here to these porn shops and get these dolphins and rabbits and, and they'll have dildo parties with their girlfriends where they drop their pants. See, women are different than men. Like, we ain't going to sit there and watch no porn and drop our pants and pull out our wing wing and, and whack off together. That's called a circle jerk. I'm definitely not into that. But a woman, women are different, though. I think a lot of women will drop their pants and watch the porn and pass the uh, vibrators on and off to each other underneath the sheets. Bible said one day women become lovers of themselves. I'm just saying the scriptures prophesize it. The reason you have that is because a lot of our sisters out here that go to church following the New Testament and not following the Old Testament. That uh, New Testament give you no structure. It's a cop out. Oh, they say through Christ is the way and all is forgiven. No, let me tell you something. You women need structure. Men need structure and rule. That's what the Old Testament there for. Every other religion in the world the women follow the holy book in detail. That holy book determines how they interact with their husbands, how they keep their households clean, how they socialize with each other, how they have sex. You look at the Quran, you look at uh, any other holy book, look at Judaism, all that. The women have a code of conduct. You look at black Christian women, they all over the damn place. Sunday, every church doing their own thing. Black women want to preach up in front of church. They want to dance a good jig or two and stuff. Want to speak in tongues. They want to do all that rhetoric and stuff and buck dance with their eyes open. Then go downstairs to the basement, eat some ham hocks, neck bone, pig feet, chitlins, shitlins, or whatever it is that they eating. And then they wonder when they wake up on Monday morning, now all of a sudden they got a beard. You don't went from looking like Rihanna to looking like Pastor Troy. And there's a lot of self hatred with the women too so they, they understand the laws is on their side this me too movement so they're like yo i don't like my son like well look we're going after men but guess what women you are hurting now, i'm not all you women not all you because there's some feminine one left but i'll tell you something let me jump back on this health thing i got a 55 year old woman that works at my job at the va boy she's bad fellas red bone hair done up every day nice skirts down to her knees, you really find young black girls wearing skirts anymore. They want to wear men clothing. Females shoe and nails done, hair done. I'm I like older women. I like a cougar or a battle cat. Young man, young man, young man. I like me an older woman. You know, because these young girls, I don't have nothing to say to you. Y'all into this whole 21 Saturday, I don't got nothing to say to two different generations. I'm just not into y'all. I like me a stable. Older woman that's secure with her body, know who she is. But these older women, and the fellas know I'm telling the truth, they look younger than the young girls. You get the young girls, let, don't let them have one kid. Big old breasts hanging out, gut all the way in the front, growing hair underneath their neck. That tells you there's something going on with y'all hormones. The foods that you eating, there's something tainting your bodies. All that nasty pork and hog mog that you eating is rotting your inside out. I would hate to be in a room with you when you farting. Probably take the paint off the walls. So how do we counter this gender war? We got to get back on track. 
And I talk about it, just as American family, not just black family, but American family. We got to get back on track. The family is the cornerstone of America's society, of society in general. And if we sit and let the feminist court system that we call the family court system, that's an unregulated court system, uh, take all the men out the house and put law enforcement on their side, America, our sons and daughters going to suffer. I tell you right now, anyone having a marital problem, you don't need the family court to solve your problems. They make matters worse. I understand you angry. He might have cheated on you. He might have beat on you. Or you might have cheated on him. But you know, sit down as a damn mature human being and talk your problems out and see if y'all can solve, come to agreements on child support or something. You don't have to run the family court and have some big old fat uh, white lesbian solicitor with hairy armpits but in your marriage to tell you when your son can see your father or, you know, when, when the kids can see their dad. Come on, man. Stop with the fuckery. Most of you women doing that because you angry. And the family court feeds off of your anger. Like I said, a toxic judicial system. And I hope Trump do away with them. Everybody scream equal rights in this country. I said the playing field need to be equal. It need to be equal. And that let's go up in the family court systems. I'm sorry, America. I had to go off tonight, but these are very emotional topics and very tense times. And, you know, I just want to see us win as a nation. I really want to see us win. It, it, it behooves me to see families fall apart. It behooves me to see people struggling to pay student loan. It's just not a good look for us. We can't prosper as a nation. It's about winning in life. Sometimes you have to compromise too. And I tell married couples, you have to compromise. You just can't get up and call the cops on your man or run down the family court. Those people are not there to help you. That's a fact. Family court and DSS is there to take your kids, break up your marriage, and have you and your husband looking at each other like enemies. Or your boyfriend, whoever he is. Sit down. Keep your friends out your business. Keep your mom and dad, keep your church, your raggedy church out your business. Sit down. Talk to each other. Face to face, turn the TV off. Say, women, stop watching that bullcrap love and hip hop that got your ratchet radar off the, you know, off the meters. Sit down. Pray before you talk. Hold hands. Get on your knees and pray. Pray to, pray to Yahweh. Praise to the Most High for strength, guidance, knowledge, and wisdom on how to handle this situation. Stop being stiff-necked. Love one another. Learn how to solve problems peacefully. Solicitors don't want that. They want you to be against your man. And men, they want you to be against your woman. There's hatred on both parts, but we need to get rid of it. I just want to see us win as a society. America, this is your host, the Red Baron of Boots on the Street Podcast. You can find my show on Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Anchor FM, Breaker, uh, Radio Public. My email is boots.onthestreets at gmail.com I'm on Twitter on under Boots on the Streets I'm on Facebook under Red Baron 
please take the time to hit play. Listen to the show. If you like it, just hit subscribe. It's for free. Pass it on to your friends on Facebook. And I'm not beating up on women. Trust me, I'm not. I'm just calling it what I notice out there in society that's going on. And we need to fix it. We need to fix it. I'm going to conduct some shows down the line on health and the importance of our hormones and the food we put in our body. We can't have our women out here, especially black men. We can't have our sisters out here looking like the way they looking. And black men, some of y'all look rough too. I'm going to get on y'all in a few shows. So don't think I'm just jumping down on the sisters. But guess what? Farrakhan said, wherever there are bad women at, there's bad men. No nation can rise no higher than its women. You don't believe me? Look at uh, the book of Genesis. Look at the story between uh, Adam and Eve. Eve deceived Adam. She fell emotionally weak to the serpent. And for that, mankind was punished. She was, as my father-in-law would say, which he's a pastor, she was the weaker vessel. We have to help get our women back on track. Stop feeding her all this fast food garbage. I'm going to cut another uh, show about eating right and the importance of it because we're hurting out here. Prostate cancer, uh, women got thyroid gland, which is all this stuff. We have to stop it. If you eat eating pork in 2019, there's something seriously wrong with you with all the research that shows that pork is horrible. I'm going to let you go, America. This is your host, The Red Baron. You guys have a good night.